Hey mama, is the number one dream in your heart to have more time to be present with your kids? Do you wish you could be present enough to help create and instill godly character? Yet you are so busy with work, drowning in the to-dos, the laundry, and the carpool lines. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, wife to an amazing guy, and daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home while struggling to still have time to pour into my kids. The guilt was overwhelming and the to-do list just kept growing. And I was completely overwhelmed and stressed until I realized that I could create systems in my life and my motherhood that would change everything. In this podcast, you will learn time management, batching, habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hey friends, do you feel like all you do is pick up stuff after your kids and your husband, things that they leave around your house? (laughs) Oh, do you find yourself picking up toys and clothes and clutter and sweatshirts and books consistently? (laughs) Walking around your house, picking up things after your kids or your husband, maybe cleaning off surfaces in the kitchen and the entryway of stuff that is just left over, shoes left in a giant pile or socks or other things, maybe putting dishes away to try to tidy things up. You are not alone, my friend. I hear you and I have been there. This is a struggle I am still working with. I think my level of cleanliness is quite different than the rest of my family, but I'm trying to bring them up to speed. So I definitely feel you, my friend. I feel like Cinderella most of the time and I get frustrated when I am constantly cleaning up the house. Sometimes I imagine I'm living in a house of goats and they just kind of take things out and forget about them and wander away. I have definitely come to terms that I have higher standards of cleanliness than my fellow family members. And oftentimes, I think my husband doesn't even notice that there's stuff like all over the place. He just, I don't know, he's kind of like blind to it. And maybe that's just the difference between men and women. He can just kind of tune it out more as I look at it all and I think, oh my gosh, our house is so cluttered. Why didn't anybody pick this up? Why is there a game lying on the ground and magnet tiles all over the floor and books laid out as we were constructing some kind of game and all kinds or an obstacle course, you know. All the things. Why are cereal boxes out and it's noon or plates and cups and dishes all over the counter? You know, all the things, right, my friends? Oh, so to be honest, I am still struggling with some of this. (laughs) 
have you noticed? So in struggling with this, I have found a few tips that have really helped and that have helped me move forward and be kind of magical. So I would love to share these three tips with you. They have helped me be less overwhelmed and less frustrated and feel more appreciated for all that I do around the house. So grab that notebook and pen because you will definitely want to write these down. They're really important because I know a lot of moms feel this way, picking up stuff all over your house all the time. Here we go. These are three tips I have found that make me feel more like a parent and less like a maid. Number one, everything has a home. So everything that you own needs to have a home and everybody in your household needs to know where that is. So for our house, a lot of the things, if there's an item or maybe something that I'm questioning, where could this live? This can't live on the counter. Where would this (laughs) big thing of masking tape live or painter's tape? Where does this need to go? So the main question I ask myself in finding a place for things is where would I look to find this masking tape? Would I look in the miscellaneous drawer in our kitchen? Would I look in another drawer in our kitchen? Would I look in the office? Would I look in the garage? If I was looking for blue painter's tape, where would I look? And so that's usually where I put an item if I can't figure out where it should be living or where its home should be. And so I kind of ask myself, where would I look for it? So that might be a key, but put things where they need to go. Everything needs to have a home and your kids and your husband need to know where that is. So I've heard other people mention it to label everything in your house and to label like your pantry of where you want to keep the snacks and where cooking supplies should be and all the things. And then to label other spots and other drawers. These are the spoons. This is here. I haven't gone that far to label everything, but I definitely think that could be a helpful thing. So maybe over Christmas break, when I have a little bit more time, I will tackle that project. But for now, I often just ask people to put things away or I mention, oh, that goes in this drawer or you're looking for this that is over here. So everything has a home, which makes it so much easier to put away and makes it easier for your family and your kids to put away. That's number one. Everything has a home. Number two is ask for help. Many times my husband and sometimes my kids don't see the clutter. They don't see the game that's out on the ground because they think they're going to come back and play with it, but they never will. They don't see that there's like 15 books lying around the kitchen and living room that they are not going to read because they ran outside to go play. They don't see the giant pile of shoes, all the things. So sometimes I've found that instead of getting really frustrated or just starting to pick up things myself, if I ask, it's really a lot easier. So if I say, hey, are you done playing with your game? Okay, if you're all done, go ahead and pick this up. Or I don't think you're going to play with that game. 
again today because we're doing this and this. So go ahead and pick up that game and then we're going to eat lunch and then we're going to move on to this other task. But having them involved of, oh yeah, I don't think I'm going to pick this up. Or sometimes there's times when they want to finish it or they're going to come back to it. So as long as they give me an answer of, oh, I really wanted to finish playing this game. Can I just leave it up till later on this evening and I'll play with it after dinner? Okay, that's fine. So there's certain things that I think they don't even clue into, oh, I'm done with this. It should be put away. Or my husband doesn't clue into, oh, these things should be picked up. So he's actually amazing and has come to the habit of asking me all the time, what can I do to help? And it is so relieving and so amazing. So oftentimes when he says, what can I do to help? I say, oh, could you pick up this blanket? Could you clean up the living room? Can you take all the things on the stairs upstairs? Can you do the dishes? Can you fix this? So all these other things that I am seeing that don't even register, he will then clue into, oh, these other things. Oh, I do see these. I guess it is important to do this. But usually in his mind, it's just not the top of the priority list. He doesn't really care. So, but for me, it feels like a big thing. Like I feel very overwhelmed with stuff everywhere. And so either I pick it up or ask somebody else to pick it up. But I have found that I feel far less frustrated and overwhelmed when I ask other people, can you go pick this up? Can you take care of this? And then I don't feel like I'm doing all the work. I feel my stress level definitely goes down and decreases. So it is very, very helpful. And it just helps me feel a little bit more appreciated. Like, okay, it's all right. They're doing some stuff. The other thing, the third step that I have found is really helpful, almost like a giant magic wand. So number one, we have everything has a home. So make sure that Everything has a home. If you want to label it, great. If you want to just tell your kids and your husband and everybody else, this is where it goes. Maybe they'll remember. And number two is asking for help. So ask your kids to put away stuff. Ask your husband to put away stuff. And every once in a while when the planets are not aligned and people just do not have enough energy, just pick it up and be gracious and take a deep breath. Number three is to reward good behavior. This I have found is the secret sauce or the magic wand to all of this picking up and feeling more like a parent and less like a maid. So rewarding good behavior. That is saying thank you or giving a treat or doing something special. I've noticed that when I tell my husband Thank you for even the smallest things that I noticed that he did. Maybe he put something away. Maybe he moved something that was out on the counter. So even the smallest things I have noticed are big things when you say thank you. For example, he had this bottle of lotion out on the counter that was upside down because it was dripping on the lotion to the bottom so that you could use it up. And it just aggravated me that it was out on the counter. It didn't need to be out on the counter. It could be underneath the, the sink and you can still get to it and you can still put it upside down so that you can use all the lotion. <laughs> These are small things, but I love the counters to be clean and 
less stuff on it. The more things that are on there, I just mentally think I have to do something with them where he doesn't think that at all, but he put it underneath the sink and I told him, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. That really helps me not look at it every day. And he finds it very inconvenient to open up the cupboard underneath the sink and pull out the lotion if he wants to use it. Why not just keep it right here? Why not just keep 20 things right next to the sink? But he was very kind and gracious and put it underneath. So those little things of even saying, thank you. I noticed that you put that underneath there and cleaned up the surface of the counter. That was wonderful. Or thank you. I noticed you put away all the dishes and now the kitchen counter looks clean. Thank you. You did all the dishes in the sink and now our kitchen looks amazing. Thank you. Thank you for cleaning out this other thing. You can never say thank you too many times. And I know we all want to be appreciated. So no matter how big or how small, it is really wonderful to call attention to the actions that you want to see more in your people and you want them to start doing. This goes for kids as well. If one of our kids picks up something without being asked or is very helpful and picking up the counter or asking how they can help, I really try to make a big deal out of it and say, thank you so much. And then later, two or three hours later, remind them again, thank you so much for picking up that thing. That was really helpful. Our house looks so much cleaner and that made me less frustrated. So the more that you can voice your feelings and that you can say thank you and just show positivity, the more your tiny people will start to do those positive things. I think especially our kids, just the other night, our littlest one was so sweet. He's nine. And so he said, mommy, how can I help? And so I was busy making lunches and cleaning up after dinner and trying to get the kids to bed. And we were leaving on a date night and the babysitter was coming and he was so sweet. I said, thank you, buddy, because I feel we didn't have that much time and she's coming. So I said, you can take this and put this away for me. You can take this and put this away for me. You can fill up these water bottles for me. You can do this. And so he was so helpful and took care of all those things and then went upstairs and went to go brush his teeth and take a shower. And then later he put all of his clothes out for the next day. And I said, buddy, thank you for being so helpful. That was really great. I really appreciated that. And he said, you're welcome, mommy. I was trying to be really good and helpful. And it just warmed my heart that he perked up and for whatever reason was very helpful that moment. And every once in a while, our other kids are too. I think it just depends on how much energy they have and what mood they're in. But it really made me excited that like, thank you. Thanks for noticing those things and helping me pick up. So that was just a fun example of one time that was special. As we mentioned, number one, everything has a home. Make sure all your stuff goes somewhere and that your people know. Number two, ask for help. Ask people to put things away when they're done with them or to clean up a surface or an area that they have been in. Number three, reward good behavior by saying thank you or offering a special treat. So this was a quick bonus I wanted to mention is 
Big kids like rewards too. I used to do this when my kids would clean up. So at, let's see, like one o'clock to three o'clock was kind of nap time in our house or downtime. And then after that, I would have our kids clean up whatever they did in their rooms when they were really little and they would clean up and then I would reward them by saying, okay, if you clean up in 15 minutes, you can watch a show and they would clean up super fast. We would all help and work together, get everything cleaned up, their rooms put back together because usually every toy imaginable that they owned would come out of their toy bin. So we'd clean up and make sure everything was good to go. And then they were rewarded with being able to watch a show. Now, sometimes the cleanup took a little bit longer. So maybe 30 minutes or they weren't very motivated. So often I said, okay, this time is the time we're going to go downstairs and go start getting dinner together. You can have up until that time to watch a show. So if it takes you longer to clean up your room, it's just less time that you get to watch a show. And that usually did the trick. So motivation, positive rewarding is good too. Now, currently with our kids being older, they are nine, 10, almost 11 and 12. And so they don't need reminders of to keep their room clean. Those are clean. Their beds are made. Those are normal chores they need to do. But sometimes in the evening of getting everybody dinner and then cleaning up the kitchen, getting everybody showered and brushed teeth and all the things, you feel a bit overwhelmed. So sometimes when our kids are really good and working together, we'll say, okay, if you finish eating and go brush your teeth and take a shower, get in some comfy jammies, you can come down here and we'll watch something together. Or you'll have extra downtime to read before you have to go to bed. So we reward them in whatever it is that they are specifically excited about. Usually it's TV or electronics. So sometimes if they're working really well together, maybe during the day or other times, we'll say, hey, you know what? You guys have been really good. Would you like to have an extra half an hour on your electronics? And who would say no to that, right? So a bonus is to put in bigger kind of rewards for when your kids are doing a great job. And that will help them stay on track, help you clean up and be super helpful around the house. It is always hard as a parent to keep your house clean and to teach your kids <laughs> and sometimes your husband to pick up after themselves. So it could definitely be overwhelming, but I hope you're able to give yourself some grace and just take a deep breath. You got this, my friend. Just take a couple simple steps of being able to have a place for everything, to ask for help and to reward good behavior. This is a hard lesson to learn and I would love it if you wanted to leave a message in our Facebook group and just let me know if you have any tips or tricks. I would love to hear about maybe some other tips that you have to help your family keep your house nice and tidy so that you do not have to feel like Cinderella. As always, I am excited for you and hope this blesses you and that you have a busy, vibrant day. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? 
Please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com, and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses, or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. 